0: Gap and Fries movie podcast. I'm Gavin, and the same effect. <laughs> that was Ian. He was, you know, he's got his Coke bottle. He was trying to get the little fizz sound effect on the mic, but uh, like everything else in his life, just comes up short. I'm going to fuck um, I'm going to Fuck it. <laughs> oh, right, I'm getting a little sensitive in your old age. Yeah. Uh, we've got a very exciting episode. It's a very review-heavy episode this time. Uh, yeah. It's been a little while since our last podcast because life got in the way and we've just had shit to do. Yeah. For uh, for all three of you out there that listen to us, I apologize from the bottom of my heart. We hope to make up. We hope to make it up to you in this episode. Yeah, because it is all Gavin's fault. Yeah, absolutely. It is. It is. <laughs> I've gotten, you know, I'm. Uh, it's this thing as I, as I get older, I'm trying to uh, accept more responsibility in my life, and I'll accept this. It was it was my fault, and um, my, you know, God damn my uncle for passing mm-hmm. away. Yeah, it's all his fault. <laughs> damn it.
1: Moving swiftly
0: on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you'd like to get in touch with us at all, you can get us a podcast
1: at mcyappandfries.com.
0: So just uh, drop us a line. Anything you want to say to us? If you want to tell us how awesome we are, we love that shit. If you want to tell us that we suck, we don't love it, but we'll take it anyway. Mm-hmm. You want to send us any like sort of cooking recipes, what have you? Just send us. Drop us a line. You never got any, did we? Never. No. Yeah. No. For some, no one ever took the uh, the the, ball the, the, re- the recipe thing. Serious. particularly seriously yeah. I can't imagine why
1: the Iron Man pizza and the pork chop express
0: sandwich I still think that's genius yeah. just bread butter and pork yeah. what more do you need <laughs> butter is optional no you gotta, some you gotta have some butter no fucking margarine though you gotta have real butter real butter yeah you know I've, I've been reading up on margarine that shit's bad for you
1: yeah it's all based on out of date uh, research
0: Isn't that, it's, it's essentially the same as plastic yeah yeah, is that out of date? No. No, so that's still good. Uh, the health benefits are out of date. The original color of margarine is black. Yeah. <laughs> From
1: the souls of which it is, you know, harvested. There you go. Starting off with some trailers, did you see the trailer for Grudge Match? I did. <laughs>
0: the fu- I'm, 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 I'm embarrassed to say that I kind of, I laughed. You did laugh? I, I did laugh, yeah. I mean, but I don't know why I was laughing. I don't know. It's, this, it's a weird thing where... I think it works better as a trailer than it would as a movie. I think already, because I re-watched it today, and I think
1: it's already starting to fail as a trailer the second time I watched
0: oh, yeah, it. I've only, I only watched it the once. Yeah. So, I, it's one of those trailers I'm not sure you want to see again.
1: No, I don't want to see anything else again. So this is a movie essentially where Raging Bull is
0: squaring up against Rocky, Rocky yeah. and it's Robert De Niro versus Stallone, Stallone in a grudge it's got, match. It's got Kevin Hart, it's also got Alan Arkin. Is Kevin Hart actually funny? Um, I like his stand-up. Yeah, I haven't I, seen any I, of it. I've just seen
1: him being used in a lot of Vine videos.
0: Yeah, I see, I haven't seen any of the Vine video stuff. Yeah. I've seen He's some of... He's used for the punchline a lot. I, I've seen some of his stand-up, and his stand-up does crack me up. Okay. Um, and I did think... I, I mean, I I thought he was pretty funny in, um, the, the five-year engagement. Okay. Um, it's... Which is not a very funny movie. I mean, mm. it markets itself as a romantic comedy, but it's not. It's actually pretty damn serious. Mm. But my... Uh, he was po- Kevin Hart was playing um, a member of um, the sort of like the research team that uh, Emily Blunt is is on and one of the uh, I don't know what the word for it they're they're all like sort of professors in the university and stuff and but I, I and he was pretty funny in that but I didn't find him as funny as the Chinese guy in the group okay. they were talking about. Um, they were talking about an experiment that they'd like to do, uh, mm-hmm. like different kinds of experiments because Risa Fanz is the leader of the group and everyone's like sucking Risa Fanz's dick trying to, get, trying to get in his good books. Is he missing an arm? No. And then this <laughs> Chi- the Chinese guy who is the, I can't remember the actor's name, but he's like, I, I have an idea. Um, I-, I, th- I would like to uh, get a subject and make him go to sleep and then cover him with chicken feather and then put a gun in his hand <laughs> and then scream very loudly in his ear. <laughs> And, and they were like why just to see what would happen <laughs> it was the way he did it I, I just felt it was hysterical I had, to, I had to keep rewinding it and watching it over and over again it was funny as fuck but yes to answer your question Kevin Hart can be funny okay I haven't seen him doing
1: it but I was surprised when Alan Arkin turned up in this as well it's very clear what they're doing when Stallone goes they're in the freezer and he's gonna punch some yeah, meat yeah, and Alan Arkin yeah. says what are you doing we're just
0: picking up some steaks <laughs> Uh I mean I didn't hate
1: the trailer. It it
0: did The mocap scene where they're in their mocap suits fighting. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah,
1: especially when it looks like one of them smashes a TV over the other one or something. Yeah,
0: and then that becomes a feature in the in the game. Mm. Um I thought it was pretty I, I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. Um and it's it and it's a nice way of of Stallone still getting to do a Rocky movie without doing a Rocky movie.
1: Because he's doing Rocky the Musical as well, you know that? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck? Uh, but I didn't hate it.
1: Yeah, I'm just worried because De Niro doing comedy, I hate De Niro doing comedy. Yeah, I
0: generally don't like
1: De Niro <laughs> doing comedy either.
0: But this is one of those movies that even as... A, I just got to check it out just out of curiosity. Mm. Uh, I probably... I'm not sure if it's, uh, if it's a cinema experience. No. Um, I'd probably wait for Netflix or something. Yeah. But um, I definitely want to check it out just out of curiosity. Cool. And the cast isn't terrible. No, I mean that's what I saw now. Like Arkin turning up I was like, oh, it's okay. It's and then Ken Bassinger turns up. Yeah, it's got a pretty solid cast, and and the and the idea behind it is nothing new. But it, at the very least, it's it, Raging Bull versus Rocky. Yeah, you gotta check it out at yeah. the very least. You know, if it sucks, turn it off. But you gotta then at least fuck give me. It, they're old. When you they you gotta them? at least give it a go. You know. Yeah. What other trailers did you check out? There haven't been that many, actually. Uh,
1: well, there was another was not a trailer, but uh, your same-sex love interest, Elijah, Elijah Wood.
0: Do you hear about uh, yes, him teaming yeah. up with John Landis? Yes. Yes, I, for bad vibes. Yeah, for bad vibes. Did you see the poster? I saw the poster. The poster's awesome. Yeah, it's very cool. I it's was thinking very, you'd love this. It's a very, very cool poster. Um, and and it, it sounds like a great idea. It does sound like it. And as long as John Landis is just producing and not directing, there's hope for it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I love John Lennon's. When he was making good movies, he made really good movies, but Mm. he just hasn't made a good one in a long time. No, he hasn't. But uh, that's why I didn't give the boy a chance.
1: This is basically a band in the 60s that the lead singer becomes a a werewolf. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the rest of the band got to figure out what they're going to do, whether they're going to join him, or whether he's. Are they going to infect all the fans unless uh, the guy's
0: girlfriend, the last untouched member of the band, can stop them? Elijah Wood's got a horror got a production house that is. uh, just uh, focusing primarily on horror films called uh, Spectre Vision. Did it say? Did you hear who he's going to play in it? Uh, I don't think he is playing anyone in it. I think, I think he's just producing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, they've, they've, the, uh, his uh, his production house has been putting their muscle behind a lot of um, interesting horror projects. Mm. Uh, their first one out the gate is a Iranian a uh, vampire film, oh. black and white Iranian vampire film, which uh, I know very little about. But it's like, what the fuck, man? But they're, they're doing... They're that's one of those things, though, you know those lists like they had from Beavis and Butthead's
1: book where you just had lists of three words and if you put any three together it was a heavy yep. metal band. Iranian vampire movie, Ukrainian, <laughs> Martian, l- l- romance,
0: you know, you could mm-hmm. just... Country, that's right, genre... That's right. creature it's like it's like Croatian bloody knee or something yeah that one yeah I don't think you'll find much on that no Uh, but no I had heard about Bad Vibes I didn't know too much about it I just saw the poster and heard who was involved the poster is very trippy kind of it very fits the age and they even have the fold lines in it yeah yeah it's exactly the kind of poster that I would have loved on my wall when I was in college yeah absolutely yeah no I did hear about that sounds good another trailer I saw was The Art of the Steel yeah, I saw this. Yeah, so this is Kurt Russell, and uh, it's been a, it's been a while since our last episode. So, reason, <laughs> I've kind of forgotten what I've watched. Yeah. Um. No. Yeah. This is uh Kurt, the new Kurt Russell movie. Take some notes, motherfucker. Kurt Russell with Matt Dillon. Mm-hmm. Um. Jay Ter- Terrence Stamp. Terrence Stamp. Yeah. The 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 cast is amazing. Yeah, it's Stamp. An amazing. There's,
1: cast. there's some other Terrence Stamp. Uh, a lot of other people turn up, but
0: like even. It looks cool. It does. It does. It looks like a lot of fun. You got uh, the Kurt Russell p- basically playing like an evil, Knievel type of character yeah. who basically basically takes a fall for a very little money. Yeah, <laughs> and, um, he's and now he's back in the game. Now he's back in the game. He's uh, he's the driver. He's the wheelman. Yep.
1: And Jay Bruce shows his friends, and Matt Dillon is happy. is like, "What are you a fucking wizard now, or something?"
0: It does look like a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, it's one of those. Tr- but it's one of those movies that you get a little. You get a little apprehensive about it because you don't. When you're watching the trailer, even though the trailer's fun, there's that little voice in the back of your head that asks yourself, "God, I hope this isn't is, this isn't all the best bits," because mm. it does kind of feel like that. Because yeah. every every line in the trailer is a pun, is a punchline, yeah. And you can't all be punchlines. I mean, where are we gonna have any real dialogue in the trailer? Yeah, that that's always something that scares me when a trailer, when a proper trailer, not a teaser, yeah. is nothing but punchlines, and and the movie's not a comedy. Mm. That kind of scares me. And it's the
1: art of the steel, so I hope that it's you know. There's a twist in the tail or something like that, or the heist is not as clear looking. I mean, even the, there's a statue of a cube with a vagina. I don't know how that fits into the plot. <laughs> no. So I'm hoping, you know, it's a very, very
0: catchy kind of Ocean's Eleven style
1: vibe to it, yeah. but like
0: no, I mean, very I'm, white and dark. I'm definitely interested, and I and I'm gonna and I'm I'm gonna check it out. Uh, I'm just incapable of not watching something that Kurt Russell is in. Yeah. You know, so I. You know, and, and also Matt Dillon. I mean, I, I'm a big Matt Dillon fan. As and well. he looks like he's having a lot of fun at Yeah, it. yeah. What surprised uh, me, though, is that this girl
1: appears in certain scenes and not the rest of the trailer at all.
0: Yeah.
1: It's like, it's yeah, really yeah, yeah. weird.
0: It's like, <laughs> what, what, what is she doing in it?
1: Yeah, like, she, I don't even her name isn't even on screen, but, like, when they're all standing together having a moment, mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. This, just this girl there, and then she's not in any other parts of the trailer.
0: <laughs> it just struck me as really odd. It, it was a little bit. It was a little bit, and, like I said, I'm... I'm still gonna see it, but yeah. I am a little apprehensive about it. And I don't think since the last
1: time we did a podcast, it has been confirmed there with an unset shot that, that uh, he is he indeed is
0: in, in Fast and the Furious Seven. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, got, I guess I'm gonna have to fucking watch a fucking Fast and Fa- the Fast Furious, and Furious movie now. <laughs> <laughs> there is some there. Um, there are there is some rumors that he's essentially playing the the Jason Statham of, of for the next film. So it's like they're gonna introduce him in the seventh one, but oh, he's, really? he's gonna be the villain in the, in the next one. Oh. Uh, that's what I heard. I don't know how true that is. Yeah, I
1: saw something about like that saying it'll be he'll have more role in Fast and the Furious eight. Jesus Christ! I mean, but um, well, have gone, have gone on this
0: long, <laughs>
1: Jesus. But someone said the site that came from wasn't. Was it Latina Review? Something like that. Was it Joe Blow? It was one of those things where it just came from that site and that site had no sources listed. Right, right, right. There's certain sites you can go to these days. Like, I mean, there was one recently and I was like, I don't want to talk about this unless because it, if it's from a site you've never heard of before mm-hmm. and other sites are just referencing that, then fuck it. That's yeah, chances are it's yeah. not going to work. <laughs> it's actually because it's been a
0: while. We didn't talk about the RoboCop trailer. Oh, uh, no, no, we didn't. No. We didn't. Um, you know, it, it the, the problem, the problem with the Robocop trailer is that it's impossible to look at it as a, as just a movie. It's, yeah. it's, it's a Robocop remake and as a remake, uh, it, it kind of rubbed me up the wrong way. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's, you, you can, I mean, it's the same. It's th- not Robocop. No, it's not. I mean, the design is, is more or less the same, I mm-hmm. suppose. Uh, but it's the same thing it's very difficult to remake a Paul Verhoeven movie. It's the same thing that happened with Total Recall, hmm. is that it's a competent, it's a more or less competent film. Yeah. But... There's an element of bugfuckery in there. Th- you know, there's... It, you, you either have to
1: embrace it... And,
0: I mean, Paul Verhoeven, he's just got very crazy sensibilities. Yeah. And it really... And he's, in, you know, he's the most unsubtle director around. <laughs> yeah. And the way he just pours his craziness into his movies, it's very difficult to remake. Yeah. And... and and they don't and they didn't even try to do that with total recall mm. which made it very clear that that's what made the original so good
1: yeah because the new the new one was interior decoration the movie
0: yeah and the and this this robocop trailer looks like it's done they've made the exact same mistake mm. is that they've missed the the satirical edge of of the uh, of the first one
1: well i feel that they i mean we had some features and stuff that were published online a while ago, or some clips that I kind of got held up and stuff. But what Jose Paye has been saying is that it's it is it, they're taking a very different tack, and oh, hopefully clearly, we'll clearly. get more out of it. Like
0: no, but the very tack clear. that they're taking is that it's a straight up sci-fi action movie. Yeah, you know, but I you think mean, it's you, also you, they might be trying to get some more of the human pathos by actually having a relationship with the wife and the child. They might be that might be their idea of doing he, their own thing. He has said in the past he wants this
1: to be more on the man versus machine part. Yeah. Which is a big change because he's 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 cu- it's, unless it's cut weirdly he's, he's aware. aware he's aware straight yeah. off the bat that he's in a what's this suit it's, yeah. like, it's not a suit yeah. it's you dude
0: yeah um, and and I got no problem with that yeah you know but uh, again it's like I'm not saying that it's going to be a bad movie yeah I'm just saying it's you, not RoboCop it's not RoboCop it's not the RoboCop that we knew and and that might be a good thing it might be a bad thing but I think I'm okay with that especially I'm I'm gonna I'm not so sure yet because the problem is the main it's Paul Verho even. It's it's what he brought. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I loved what he brought because... Because otherwise it's just Jean-Claude Van Damme and Cyborg. There you go. I love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, but... you could never remake it. Ro- right Robocop way. was the first film that Paul Verhoeven made um, where, uh, when he came... In, 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 in the US. In, 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 in Hollywood. And he was... He was so astounded by how fucked up America was compared to Europe that that's... He poured all of that into, his, in, yeah. into Robocop. And it shows. Yeah. And... And it'll be a shame to lose some of that because America has gotten even more insane since yeah, then yeah. and you can't, it'll be it'll be it's almost it's almost a criminal to ignore that how ridiculous it's become. It's become such a ridiculous place
1: uh, i think I think he's going for the it's the, that level, but more the lack of control the corporations and the army and the military that kind of style of it right. they're going that more serious that 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 it's that man versus one what can one man the impression
0: do? that I got is that they're trying to make it more. More personal. The, yeah. The, uh, and, you know, it, that when, when it really depends on the script. Yeah. I mean, they've got a solid cast. Um, the movie looks good. I think Michael Keaton looks like he's going to be just chewing on the scenery, which is great. Hey, you know, any movie that's got Samuel L. Jackson, Michael Keaton and Gary Oldman. Yes. I'm in. Yeah. You know, I'm going to see it. Yeah. I'm yeah. talking shit. <laughs> I'm, t- I'm going to see it.
1: You know, I'm talking shit. I'm going to see Yeah. Uh, the Iron Man helmet slams were a bit on the button yeah <laughs> yeah but they, it was kind of cool yeah it wasn't
0: <laughs> i mean I, i'm on the fence it's one of those movies that you know you're gonna see I mean, even the, yeah. even the fucking total recall remake i i thought the trailers looked like shit i still went to see it you went to see that in the cinema i went to see it in the cinema I remember i, saw I on reviewed the plane. it yeah i mean i went to see it in the cinema just so i could talk shit about it i yeah. knew i was gonna hate it the reviews were out and the reviews confirmed my suspicions i still went to see it so yep. i'm gonna go and see this this at least the the, the rubber Cup trailers look better than the total recall ones yeah <laughs>
1: hmm. uh. another interesting trailer then uh, we will finishing off I think is um, Richard Aode Moss from the IT crowd he's going up in the world
0: mm-hmm.
1: he directed a movie called The Double with starring Jess, with Jesse, Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg Wallace Shawn uh, Mia Wasikowska Wasikowska yeah that's a big step up
0: I mean, you haven't seen submarine yet, have you? No, I haven't. You should no. really see that. Yeah, yeah. It's a good I, I, I didn't see the trailer for the double either. Yeah, well, I, was double gu- I was. I was gonna, but then um, fucking uh, tre- uh, my my wife brought. Um, she, my wife. My wife. <laughs> she brought. Now you see me. Yeah. And I watched that. that put you out Jesse Eisenberg for a while he's so fucking annoying in that movie (laughs) he's so fucking annoying in that movie so is Isla Fisher who I usually like Mm. but I I found her voice very screechy she didn't get to do anything nah and and it's like I was like I I kept I kept it's like I kept turning to, to my wife and I'm like Please, please tell me they don't fucking get away with it. Yeah, I want something up. bad to happen <laughs> to these fucking assholes. You know? And it's like, even Woody Howson, who I usually love, I was like, oh, shut the fuck up, Woody. I mean, I just, I just didn't like the movie. Yeah. I don't know what, I mean... But you did see the character at the beginning? Yeah, yeah, that, that was worked? cool.
1: That was cool. That's the biggest disappointment from that movie. They managed to do... A sleight of hand trick to camera yeah. that worked with everyone in the audience, yeah, and yeah. if they'd continued in that vein, it would have been the best magic movie ever.
0: And 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 the the twist at the end is like what? Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> anyway, that's my now you see me review. So that's why I didn't see the double. You, Th- that, did, that's did, why I didn't see. Did the... you loo- Did it lose you when they
1: had the magic CGI scarf that brought the other the clamp out? Because the, mo- oh no, the lasers. The moment they started doing shit that yeah yeah be, yeah, yeah, like yeah. shit that does not exist in the real world, well, I'm it, like, well, you could just... They kind of lost me before then. Yeah. It, but it, but it wasn't so, it was just the characters. I just mm.
0: didn't like the characters.
1: And Mark Ruffalo is the most incompetent FBI agent of all time, when you think, when you look yeah, back yeah, at yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah. it's like he's being the Hulk, not Dr. Banner, the Hulk. Yeah. He's just like, explain everything <laughs> to me.
0: Banner would never ask anything to be explained to yes. him. <laughs> But, yeah, so that, that, that's why I didn't see the trailer for the double. Well, it looks all right, but it's just, I mean, it's, it's
1: great to see Moss go so far yeah. from
0: being just, the, you know, the guy in the mighty boots with the crazy hair. Well, I mean, it's nice to see both guys from the IT crowd yeah. making a splash. Chris O'Dowd and uh, Richard Aiodati. Aiodad. Aiodad, Aiodad, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> if, if, for those of you who are not familiar with the IT crowd, you should go check it out. Yeah. Not the American one. No is American? There was an American, American one. I don't know how long it lasted. Not long, but not long. But yeah, uh, yeah don't don't
1: don't watch the American one. Yeah. But this, I mean, it's just it's an interesting step up for him because the submarine was a very interesting, stylish-looking movie about a boy in a duffel coat and just being weird teenage romance stuff. It was very. It was kind of. It had a very interesting style to it. That's one of the things I really don't
0: like about living in Southeast Asia. What? No duffel coats? I don't get to wear jackets. Yeah. I like jackets.
1: And I hate the fact that the shops here still show winter wares. Yeah, you can still buy the shoes. And it's like, oh, no, that's they're a like really fucking, fucking expensive. Cool coat.
0: You know, it's like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> Should be cheap as shit. No yeah. one's going to wear
1: it. No. Although I do occasionally buy a kick ass coat when I'm going home for Christmas. Yeah.
0: No, I do the same thing.
1: <laughs> it's like, oh, look, I can get this jacket. I'm never <laughs> going like, oh. to wear here ever. <laughs> I sweat an aircon here for fuck's sake it's like I'm wearing a jacket in the house I'm turn the air con down so I can wear my jacket
0: what is this is this twill <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this colour I'm gonna get some patches on the elbows on the breast and the elbow Yeah. there you go mm.
1: so that's it for trailers yeah I guess so uh, there was something else about Ian Holmes playing a uh, older Sherlock Holmes is there? yeah Do you hear about this? no so yeah, apparently it's directed by Bill Condon, who did uh, Gods of Monsters Sega. and Twilight, and he also did the Fifth Estate, right? Yep, yep. And he also uh FX he wrote FX Two.
0: Oh really? <laughs> yeah, I
1: looked him up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like FX. Brand.
0: Holy shit, that's, Yeah, he that's did a, that's he did a, a, a lot he's
1: done a lot past. of weird things, but apparently this is like Ian e. McKellen will play
0: in Older Homes uh in nineteen forty seven. Well it's kinda of like you know, like no like everyone forgets that Frank Darabont wrote Nightmare on Elm Street 3. It's true, and and he that. also uh, he also was wrote one of the Chucky movies. Really? Yeah, yeah. Which one? His his uh, his first movie before he did Shawshank, his first movie as a director was supposed to be a Chucky movie, Ugh. and it didn't work out. It's not the good one, is it? No, it's not the good one. <laughs> 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 there is only one good one. Actually, Bride of Chucky was quite fun. That's the one where, where Jennifer. Yeah, t- yeah. That's yeah, the
1: yeah, the, yeah that the Bride of one. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, pretty yeah. funny. Bride of Chucky
0: was pretty funny. This gas. This I, I remember. I remember the tagline for it. And it's like uh is it it's like this this like this winter Chucky gets lucky, <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's a new one that's gone, yeah, yeah, yeah it's pretty much one.
1: straight to DVD yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah, saw yeah. the trailer for it, and it was because a, he's a fresh doll this they've, they've rebooted it essentially.
0: <laughs> I can't believe it's still going on. yeah,
1: I know <laughs> I can't I can't believe it makes that much money yeah uh, actually, I do have two little bits of news that are, they're not really trailers, one of which is that standby it's been ten years since uh school of rock came out.
0: Yeah, I I heard about this. <laughs> this there, there, so there, just... there was a reunion of sorts.
1: Yeah, it was it was cute. There's a little video put up of the band playing the song together with Jack Black and all the kids grown up. But it, Jesus Christ, ten years already. Yeah,
0: well, you know, time time flies, man. Fuck, when you're sitting around doing nothing. Time flies when you're selling fries. Yeah. Ah, uh, uh, good movie. Can't say I give a shit that it's been ten years, yeah, but you just, know, it's, just, it's, like, like, it was nice they got together and did a little video again. Uh, Could, but the other thing with Richard Linklater. Although although when I when I think of that movie, I still remember cracking up when. When he's uh when when he's like handing out jobs to everyone, it's like yeah. you it's like like I can't remember their names, but when he gets to the big the big black chick, he's like turkey sub <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's like Gary, John, you're on, Mary, the, you're on the door, turkey you're on the sub door, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just found that hysterical. <laughs> but I mean School of Rock was that was probably the last time that Jack Black could use that sort of persona yes because it got old really quick Real I remember fast. the I mean I was a Tenacious D fan from, yeah. from way back but uh, High Fidelity was probably the funniest Jack Black has ever been in a movie yeah. um, and he's played and he played the same character For quite, the next 10 quite a years. few times yeah. <laughs> since then and School of Rock was just one you were getting sick to death of it but thank god it was a good film yes you know it was just but yeah, I haven't seen High Fidelity in years I want to watch that again
1: yeah it's a great movie <laughs> He, yeah. was,
0: he was hysterical in that. <laughs> Why would no one would ever buy that 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 <laughs> song, that album for a daughter? Oh wait, is she in a coma?
1: And <laughs> teasing the other guy, the little fella, the blonde, <laughs> dude, yeah, 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 the yeah, bald yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but do you think it was also tying into that as Richard Linklater? Did you hear about uh, Ethan Hawke talking about the movie he's doing with Linklater? Oh, the boy, the boy movie. The boy. It's called Boyhood. They've it's been like filming m- m- it since m- two thousand two. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they, they
0: film it. They film uh, a section every year.
1: Yeah, from uh, age six to his last year of high school at seventeen. So
0: the one kid plays it all the way through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck me, man. It's crazy. It's insane. It's crazy. It's crazy. And and I remember I was watching an interview with Ethan Hawke, and he was like saying, "Yeah, I haven't filmed for uh, two years because I'm not in the, the next two seasons. he's not yeah, he's not in the <laughs> certain part because the parents the divorce off the bat. Yeah, 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 yeah. He only comes in later or something like that. He's yeah. an absentee father, but it's yeah. just like, whoa, that's crazy, man. Yeah, that's such a great idea, though. Yeah, it's gonna be. Su- I mean, that's gonna be such a mind fuck to watch it. You mm. know, I mean? can you imagine being the kid? Because I don't think the kid's done anything else. Yeah. Well, he, st- he was what? You started at age six. Yeah. So I know. mean, like I think this is the only movie he's ever done. You yeah. Know? So he's gonna watch this shit, and he's like, what the fuck?
1: You mean everyone's li- everyone's life isn't like this? A group <laughs> of strangers turn up every year, and point a camera at you for a couple of
0: months, and then move on. Jesus, what kind of can you imagine? I mean, that's gotta be. Imagine writing that contract up. Yeah. Because what if you, you know, what if you feel differently when you're 15? Yeah? yeah. I don't wanna be in a movie! Yeah, I don't and, want fucking kid people seeing me look like a little shit. I, mean, I mean, what are the chances of that, right? Yeah. I don't wanna make a movie! With Hollywood people. I wanna write poetry. I just wanna be an accountant. <laughs> <laughs> just let me be.
1: Alright, last bit of news. So, right. Dinobots and Transformers, maybe. No, definitely, definitely. It's definitely now because yeah. I think this was when I saw it definitely. was off. A, it was off a foreign language site, so originally it was. a bit No, right. I think it's. Uh, um, ah,
0: you know what? I mean, I wish it was some other director. Yeah, but I'm still pumped. Yeah, I'm still pumped, and especially I saw Pain and Gain. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah. I can't review it now. Was <laughs> it good? I loved it. You loved it. I loved it. Oh, okay. I can imagine some people not liking it at all because it's completely tasteless. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's what I like. I mean, I mean, like you uh, have no taste. If if. If you love Bad Boys 2, you'll fucking love this. Cool. Uh, and Michael Bay really makes the most. He really squeezes every inch of 20 million bucks. Wow. Um, I wish he would make more movies like this. I'm yeah. sick to fucking death of him doing the Transformers movies. I wish he would make more movies like this. Because mm. he's got a crazy fucking sense of humor. He's almost like a like an American Verhu even. Really? In some ways. In the sense that he's just so extreme. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's there's some there's some fucked up humor in this. Okay. I have a home. I keep me to watch him. I mean, I, I mean, uh, it has divided a lot of people. Yeah. Um, so and and watching it, I completely get why. But I loved it. The wife loved it as well. So, cool. but then again, the wife, she's got a thing for. Her. Fucking The Rock and Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> you know, so, it, so who knows? But I mean, she I, watches I, it a lot on her own. I thought it was pretty fucking funny. <laughs> so, I mean, just to see, sort of, just to see The Rock like snort coke off, off a model's uh, ass is just you gotta, you gotta you gotta watch that shit. And this is the only this is the first Michael Bay movie where the hot model, the hot chick, doesn't doesn't bother me. No, really. She's actually funny. Oh, okay. Hot and funny. Hot and funny. Wow. But she's playing, but she's playing like a like a fucking dumbass bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she does it, she does it great. She thinks she's working for the CIA. <laughs> she's not.
1: <laughs> Don't say any more. You'll ruin it for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, there was one other thing as well, which I think we should just say, which is just like Paramount are trying to kill off DVD sales. You saw this about the Star Trek in the Darkness DVD. Yeah. yeah. It's like, fuck you. Yeah. So Paramount had decided that for the pre-order bonuses or for the big box, what do you call it, retailer markets in the US, mm-hmm. Walmart, Target someone else they each get a different version of star yep. trek into darkness each of which has different separate
0: extras yeah
1: so there is no well maybe maybe it'll come so out in if, six so, months
0: so if you want everything you gotta buy the you gotta, you gotta buy, buy all. four
1: blu-rays and then i said blu-rays fuck not dvds you. blu-rays fuck and some of these things you, are commentary and features yeah, fuck that. So I'm saying I'm, I'm thinking that's not going to make an that's awful That's bullshit. Lot of
0: money. Even if they even if they release like a, a ultra special edition 6 months down the line with everything in it. It's like, wow, what? What's the point?" Yeah. It makes no sense. You're pissing me off with these four separate ones. Fuck you. I'm not buying the ultimate yeah. edition. Yeah. Just to fuck with you. And even the download, and even even the iTunes edition is missing. The movie wasn't, this even was uh, yeah, wasn't even that great. yeah uh. that was. Yeah. Wasn't even that great. Fuck JJ Abrams. I'm not watching Star <laughs> Wars. Uh,
1: yes you are yes I am <laughs> you just it, turn up like mm. it. shoot it on 75 you're, just you're sitting in you. the back going
0: "No, nah, it's rubbish
1: <laughs> <laughs> alright we'll leave it there for this week for news you raped
0: my middle age <laughs> <laughs>
1: after George Lucas has finished fingering it for my middle uh, my adulthood
0: god damn you alright on to reviews
1: like, no on to emails alright oh, shit we have emails we should mention, actually, you, you had not seen the, the the trailer of The Counselor. You saw it now? Yes, I've seen it now. So, Javier well, Bardem. Well, I've seen
0: a trailer. Yeah. There's a
1: few. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, yeah. So, it looks like Javier Javier Bardem's playing a bad guy.
0: You can tell because well, the of the ca- wig. Because of the wig. Yeah, Cra- yeah. Crazy hair. Yeah. Yeah. We wanted to follow up on that. I, I think Javier Bardem's a really big Nicolas Cage fan. Yeah. <laughs> Every time he's a villain, it's like he's channeling Nicolas Cage. <laughs> he's got cage hair. Yeah. Cage rage. And there's only one Nicolas Cage. Yeah. I still want to get that T-shirt. Which one? That one in a red bubble, the one that's got that crazy Nicolas Cage face. (laughs) (laughs) So our first email comes in from Cow's End, who
1: says, Hi, boys. What are your thoughts on Aliens and Life on Other Planets? I think Aliens is a fucking great movie.
0: I haven't seen Life on Other Planets. Are you saying that, or is that part of the... That's me saying it. Okay. (laughs) Uh, I think that uh, they're here. I here. I think they are among us, and I think we've all met enough fucking freaks to know that that's true. Yeah. You know, and and it's probably not who we expect. You know, all the people who in Venice Beach, they're probably as human as they come. It's all probably like in the fucking White House. Obama's an alien, I'm Mm -hmm. pretty sure. Yeah, you're pretty sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's got some hypnotizing power that made everyone vote for his ass. (laughs) Come on, (laughs) two terms. (laughs) Did you leave your Hmm? tinfoil hat at home today? I did today. Yeah. (laughs) I think my wife is an alien.
1: She, she keeps hiding
0: the fucking tinfoil hat. <laughs> She's like, you don't need that, you don't need that, honey. Give that back. No, no, you don't need that. And then I forget the next half an hour. So I think she does something yeah. too.
1: <laughs> Every time you walk in the room, she points and screams. I think most
0: women are aliens. <laughs> you know, well,
1: men are from Mars, women are
0: from Venus. That's that's true. That's, oh. I don't believe that shit. No, no, uh, no. I, I absolutely believe that aliens are on the planet. Yeah. If they if they're not on the planet now, they certainly have been. Because you know, humans didn't build the pyramids. Fuck that shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we're in nature reserve they're staying away
0: there you go you know I mean we've all, we've all like seen those you know you watch the you know, fucking
1: History Channel History got the big Channel, hair aliens got that
0: thing you know like ancient pe- aliens people drawing on the walls like shit going up into the sky you know there were no planes back then it's gotta be something Yeah. and where do movies come from it's like that conversation between yeah, uh, <laughs> and and I just I didn't I didn't mean to bring him up. Elijah Wood and Claire Duvall in yeah. uh, the faculty. Yeah, yeah. You know where they're talking about you know like the alien invasion, the body snatchers. You know how how do people? You know how does like. You know, and and it really, this really dates the movie where he's like, "How do these people, Sonnenfeld, Emmerich, how do they know? Like, or maybe aliens came to them and told them this. You know, maybe they're aliens themselves."
1: Well, wasn't there some other movie where they said they're just making those movies to get us ready for when they eventually come out and show us? That's the faculty. Yeah, that was the faculty. That that was, was the it faculty. was in something else as well. It's, it's been, it's in, been a in a few things. movies. Yeah. I mean, probably one even, of the Men even, in Black movies. Or even like. in Paul, uh, Paul. Paul. Yeah. Paul. Paul. Oh yeah, so Paul wrote E. T. Right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. He was script doctor on E. T. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to think there's life on other planets, but they're too fucking far away. What else we got? Uh, Thank you for your email. Thank you for your email. This comes in from Brock123, who says, What hidden talents do you both have? We could tell you, but then they wouldn't be hidden, which would be a douchey answer to give. Uh, What hidden talents do I have? I think a semi-photographic memory for terrible lines in movies is is kind of a secret power that 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 we both share. I can
0: can retain dialogue that means nothing to me. Um, And it annoys the (laughs) shit out of my wife. The more useless (laughs) the information, the better the the retention. That's right, that's right, yeah. That's like... um, because some of doing this
1: podcast, there's some quotes and stuff that would be actually quite memorable. I don't remember those anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I
0: I never remember anything that I say. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I remember lots of things that other people say. Yeah, you know, that people I don't know. No. I never remember anything my friends say. No.
1: You know. Other
0: names. Does that count as a hidden? Talent? Or where they live? Does that count as a hidden talent?
1: I guess so. Put like, that hidden. We've been doing a podcast for five well, years. <laughs> that's true. That's true. That's true.
0: Um, what? Okay, I I can. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. Hmm. Uh, I I can okay I can I can I can pull my thumb you can't see this shit but I but I can pull my thumb and t- uh, make it touch my my yeah head anyone head. can do that it's not a it's not <laughs> no no a, you're not, not, doing, it right. you're not doing it right you're doing it like you're not doing it right okay so, okay this is really bad it's really bad radio but I can like move my thumb and touch my you are almost
1: double jointed in other words yes
0: I'm almost double jointed there mm. you go um and I have three dicks no. <laughs> doesn't everyone do it do they? <laughs> um and I, I can do a really good Keanu Reeves impersonation that's pretty true yeah I can hold my breath for almost three minutes you're shitting me yeah really yeah I'm gonna fucking drown especially if I'm under a load <laughs> of water your plan of drowning I was only going to drown him for one and a half minutes
1: but But now I guess I'll go to full three he said he 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 can do it for three I saw him he took a big one yeah my my, my secret plan is you've been strangled by somebody underwater just stop after stop struggling after 30 seconds and when they release just knock the fucker out. that's right I had no idea you can hold your breath for three minutes close enough holy shit it's easier from swimming a length of a pool or something like that as opposed to just sitting on the bottom wow I'm impressed yeah won't help me in space oh no 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 <laughs> not much is going to help you in space
0: yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> that scene from uh, where Jack Noseworthy goes out. so you remember his fucking name for no reason Jack Noseworthy goes out the airlock in um, Event Horizon yeah 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 and it's like yeah, your blood will boil your lungs will everything explode if you hold your breath like you're all fucked you're yeah, fucked yeah, in so yeah. many different ways if you're trapped outside your spaceship yeah oh, I'm going to go see Gravity tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure to sleep well tonight after remembering that scene with Jack Noseworthy. Uh, he was he was the bomb
0: in uh, Idle Hands. <clears throat> it was like when I was writing my column, I was you know, talking about AIDS movies and I was like, one of the first AIDS movies I saw was Longtime Companion and the reason that I wanted to see it was because I was a big fan of Bruce Davidson after watching him in Spies Like Us. It's so like, who the fuck remembers <laughs> <shit> like-
1: <laughs> AIDS <laughs> movies?
0: Yeah, yeah. Huh. I mean, like one of the... Because I was writing about the Dallas the, the Dallas Buyers Club. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, so I was just sort of talking a little bit about the evolution of AIDS movies and, and uh, sort of tying it in with the... You know, like how basically... Uh, it's because audiences are so desensitized now. Yeah. It's actually easier for them to watch an AIDS movie as just a, mov- as just a movie. Yeah. And appreciate the story as opposed to like, oh shit, it's a movie about AIDS. Yeah, it's not. a phil- yeah, it's not, not, not everything has to be Philadelphia. Because they're so desensitized by it by now. How do you think? How do you think
1: Philadelphia is regarded now? Because it's a movie that saw oh, was great. That
0: it's never thought of in the last God knows how many years since it came out. Just rebroad just think. No, as, as, far, as far as far as AIDS related movies go, it's still it's still a, a considered to be an important movie. Yeah. Um because it was it's the movie that brought the most attention into Yeah, t- because it's it, also about the, the 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 struggles he went through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, it's but, just,
1: but I I forgotten about that movie existence so just now.
0: I mean even when it came out it got it it uh, it took a little bit of fire because of the way the the gay relationship was treated is like mm. they felt that they They felt that they were uh, handling it with kid gloves. And when you watch it now, they kind of did. Yeah. Um, Especially when you compare it to some other gay movies like Jeffrey and uh, fucking It's My Party and Longtime Companion where they, you know, I mean, gay men are very affectionate. Yeah. And Tom Hanks and uh, Antonio Banderas were affectionate, but in a very muted way. Mm. Uh, So it came under some fire back then and people still have a similar opinion about it, but it's still regarded as a very important film. Yeah.
1: Complete 180 then. Yep. <laughs> uh, Pink Flossie says, Hi Ian and Gavin, this is not so much a question, it's more of a my poo-poo platter of fun about Haley Atwell, the acting equivalent of a rash. I think she's insipid and I'm simply baffled by her toe-curling popularity. However low the bar, we'll still need a diving bell to plumb the depths of her performance in Captain America The First Avenger. Is this my wife? I don't know.
0: <laughs> sounds like her.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a role that I am sure she got just cause... Of her fun bags, most actors could give a better performance in the deepest throes of a coma. That's all. Thanks. <laughs> I think that's a
0: little. That's a little much. It's a bit harsh. <laughs> a bit harsh. Yeah. You know what? You're entitled to your. What's this? What's this guy's name? Pink Flossy. Pink Flossy, you are more than entitled to your opinion. I humbly disagree. I don't think she's the best actress in the world. Mm-hmm. But you know, I thought she played her part relatively well, yeah. um, and she has amazing knockers. <laughs> so you you're agreeing on that point. <laughs> hey, you know, I won't watch a movie just because she's in it. But I'll watch a movie just because she's in it. it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but you're entitled to your opinion, yeah. you fucking freak. Okay, so last last email for this week
1: comes in from Ludwig who says, I just thought I'd share these three random facts with you. Questions would be nice, people. Nazi leader Adolf Hitler had only one testicle. We all know this. It's always got that song. Yeah. yeah we, we only know. had one ball. Colonel Bogie, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two, children laugh about 400 times a day while adults laugh on average only 15 times a day. Adults suck. Yeah. The sixth sick sheik's sixth sheep's sick <laughs> is the hardest tongue twister. Okay, thank you. Fuck you, Ludwig. <laughs> you got to read out some of these emails sometime, dude.
0: <laughs> Cows graze in groves and grass which grows in grooves and groves. Mm, there you go. Is that one of your warm-up exercises? Yeah, it is. Yeah. I've said it many times. That's why I know how to say it. <laughs> well, thank you for your emails. Yes. If you'd like to drop us another one, if you just do And if you in, think you can do better... Pod, uh, podcast at com.
1: That's podcast at McGappenFries.com.
0: Okay, kicking off with reviews, I've got a really quick review for The Purge. Mm-hmm. This is a little old. This movie came out uh, in June, uh, but uh, I only. It just, came
1: out here only a couple of weeks ago.
0: Yeah, uh, but uh, I only just managed to catch it. Mm. And. Um, this the Purge. It's the latest from uh, the producer Jason Bloom. is the guy who produced uh, Sinister, and he also produced par- Paranormal Activity. Basically, the, these are the these are the guys who are known for their micro budgeted stuff. Spend as little as possible, make as much as possible. Yeah. And this movie cleaned up in the states. Mm. I mean, n- I mean by in terms of its budget, it was made for three million. It made about sixty. Mm. So and that's and that's just domestic, not counting not counting international grosses. Um, it stars Ethan Hawke, uh, Lena Headey. And, uh, that's about it in terms of actors that you would know. Um, and it's essentially, it's essentially, it, uh, it it takes place in the future where they've got this, uh, annual thing called the purge, where all emergency services, um, you know, like 911 is basically, you can't call 911 for a period of 12 hours from 7pm to 7am. And... Basically, it's 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 this sort of future where crime is at an all time low, unemployment is at one percent, and how they've basically managed to keep this order is by having this de- this this twelve hour period known as the purge, where people get to purge their fucking you evil know, like, side. The evil side, sides. yeah. Where ev- everything is legal, including murder, and it's about this uh, family who um, they well Ethan Hawke's character is uh, he sells. Uh, security systems okay uh, and this so and his name is james sandon It's the sandon family and he has sold security systems to everyone on his street mm-hmm. and as a, and so he's made a lot of money and he's sort of built a new wing in his house mm-hmm. so it, and a lot of people are a little pissed off at him because it's like it's like you're rubbing it he's rubbing it in their face kind mm-hmm. of thing and so so he's got this very flash security system and uh, the son, his youngest son, who is played by Max Burkholder, who is um, the, the the autistic kid in Parenthood, the, t- mm-hmm. the TV series, if you watch it, um, the son is a little doesn't quite understand what the purge is all about. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really agree with it. And so they're trying to explain to the, you know, they're trying to explain to the son, like, look, this just helps people get on with their lives, but they just, it, it, sometimes people need a release. Yeah. So after the purge is gone and the house is secure, this black guy, co- they, hear some, they hear some machine gun fire, and this black guy comes running around saying, help, 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 somebody help me. The son lets the guy in. uh And then all the people that were looking for this black guy, they, they, they find out that he's in this house, and so they, they, have, they give Ethan Hawke an ultimatum. Give us the black guy, or we're gonna come into your house and we're gonna kill all of you. Mm-hmm. And they turn the power off, so the black guy's hiding in this house, and so they gotta look for this black guy. Uh, I'm gonna you say his name. Uh, even even in the credits, he's he it doesn't have a name. He's just known as bloody stranger. Really. Yeah, we never know his name, uh, but the actor's name is Edwin Hodge. I've never seen him in anything before, but he's good. I mean, the cast is good. Yeah, it's very well cast. Um, and it's. Ethan a- Hawk's making good choices these days. Yeah, and it's essential. Well, I hear Getaway sucked. Oh really? Uh, yeah, I heard it. Re- I heard it's really bad. Uh, great trailer though. Uh, but, um, and it's got this thing where <coughs> it's so they they're trying to get this stranger out of the house. They're trying to give him up, and then throughout the course of the night, they sort of take a look at themselves and they realize it's like, well you know, what makes us any different from anyone else and it it, it basically becomes this thing where it's like, all right, fuck it, we're going to fight.
1: Warriors!
0: (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. Um, The, and it's, you know, the the concept is genius. Mm -hmm. It's a really clever idea and it's, I would say it's a solid film. It's Mm -hmm. not great because after a while, the limitations of the budget do kind of show because everything takes place more or less in In the the one house. house. And, there are times when the tension works and there are times when it just kind of doesn't there are times when it feels like a little repetitive um, it's not entirely predictable where mm-hmm. it goes um, but it, it takes it's time getting there I mean the movie is the, the movie could have been 10 minutes shorter mm-hmm. and it's not a very long movie it's just that the, the setup, you know, what they had to work with just wasn't enough to stretch it out for as long as it did is the ending satisfactory because I heard something about that it's, I mean, I guess it depends. I mean, in a way it is, in, in, in a way it isn't. I, I, I don't know. I, I guess it depends on way what... dodge the question. <laughs> did you find it satisfactory? Not particularly. Okay. Not particularly. I mean, I, I thought it should have ended 10 minutes earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's one of those things where I understand why they ended it the way they did, mm-hmm. because they are trying to make a, st- or at least it felt like they were trying to make a okay. statement about violence. Okay. Um, but I didn't think it needed it I think that you already are making a, they already made that statement in the first half an hour yeah. uh, and to try and suddenly get moralistic about it at the end I felt was a little unnecessary hmm. and to me I mean like if you want to show the the dangers of violence you, you, you do it by showing useless pointless violence Yeah. and that's what they do in the film Up up until but, but then when, when it gets to the end you can tell that the, the filmmakers are trying to come up with a way to have some kind of cake and eat it yeah and it just didn't work oh, okay but, no, no. Uh, you know, I mean, it's worth checking out. Is it tense? Is it thriller-esque? It has its moments. Yeah. It doesn't sustain it. Okay. But it has its moments. I might give it a go. Yeah. Cool.
1: Again, totally 180. Uh, <laughs> cloudy with a chance of meatballs, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 For some reason, I have not had any interest in seeing this. Have you seen the first one? I've seen the first one, and I really liked the first one. I was...
1: The first one, I... I at the book...
0: But at the same time, I felt that... They were lucky they got away with it in the yeah. first one. It was
1: very—they threw a lot of shit at the screen, and a lot of it did stick. Yeah. But I mean, so much of it was ludicrous. Like every time he's doing something, he's narrating what he's doing. Typing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, they get Neil Par- Neil Patrick Harris, and the only thing he Yo, does is, yeah, one Steve. word, Steve,
0: one Steve. word, one word line. Because I remember thing. this came out uh, um, roughly around well. the same time as Up, um, and and I remember I, I was I. I very much like the monkey compared to the dog from Up. Yeah. Because Steve was just ludicrous. Yeah. But it's, it's weird because I've seen Up since then. Yeah. And uh, I've, I've reevaluated my, my feelings on, on Up. I actually quite like it. Yeah. Not but there's, there's, there's
1: so much nuttiness in the first one. Like the town just has sardines for, like they all eat just sardines yeah. all the fucking time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and None of which is in the book apparently. The kids' book is about a grandfather mm-hmm. explaining some kids about a town where the food falls in the sky. Mm-hmm. So everything in it apart from the title and the name of the town and the fact that food falls from the sky is completely made up. So the fact that they made up that story is fucking weird. Yeah. So in this new one, which the, the new one takes up 8 minutes after the first movie. They actually just say that oh, in the last 8 minutes since we saved the world, I thought we should begin, we should move in together, which is, you know, it's one of those crazy jokes that just kind of works. Okay. I mean, it's a it's a good it's a kind of an indication of these movies that both of them begin like the first one was a movie from a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And this is another movie made by a lot of people Right at the beginning of it. Um, All the gang is there from the first movie and basically they're going to get together and work together for no other reason than it seems like a good kid idea to do. Um, This guy Chester V turns up who's kind of a cross between uh, Dr. Venture from the Venture Brothers and Steve Jobs. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And he's uh, Flint Lockwood, the inventor of the machine that Mm -hmm. makes water Mm -hmm. into burgers Mm -hmm. and other crazy foods. Um, Mm -hmm. His idol, which is kind of hastily the the beginning of the movie starts way too slowly right it like explains the backstory of Flint from the first movie about his mom and being science and all the stuff and the dodgy relationship with his dad yeah and then inserts this other guy as a new hero that wasn't in the first movie as far as I recall
0: right no no it wasn't (laughs) no and
1: then you're like just get the fuck on with it already you know it doesn't really matter you don't you can explain this later um, and it'll go straight back. They they they're moved off the island. They get jobs in you know they get jobs in this in San Fran Jose, California. Mm-hmm. And eventually they have to go back because the food. There's food animals being produced. They thought they could They shut down the machine in the first movie. There's animals made out of food, and they've got to go back and shut it down. And Chester V is sounds retarded. Sounds totally fucking retarded. <laughs> but the level of how retarded it is, how stupid it is, is summed up in the name of there is a thing in this movie, and they might as well have called it the MacGuffin because mm-hmm. they call it something almost as good as that. Mm-hmm. And it's so, on the nose, it's hilarious. It's a little thing they call it, and when they say it, the moment they say it, you know it's bullshit. Right. And when you see it, you'll, you know what I'm talking about. And it's great that they get that, and in an audience of you know a lot of adults seeing it, it mm-hmm. did get a big laugh.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, a lot of this movie is just the jokes about the animals. And it's also, it's so scattershot. Whether you're just like looking at watermelon infants or chimpanzees. Right, right. Or, uh, you know, Mosquitoast. Is it, is it as good as the first? I think that beginning hurts it. Yeah. Uh, the novelty's not quite there, but you know that if Steve's on screen, just look what he's doing in the background and you'll get a chuckle. Right. There is some <laughs> new things that turn up. There's this strawberry, who's horrifyingly cute, and the main, Flint has the right attitude towards it. Get it a fucking way from me. <laughs> but everyone else kind of finds it cute. Right. And it kind of talks like Cartman. <laughs> from oh, yeah? South Park. There is, there's two, there's another, there's a scene near the end I don't want to spoil, it but there's a scene where this thing is talking, and it is one. It, I got it. Go, it's one of those scenes that goes over long, and then you know, like a Simpsons joke becomes funny again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was belly laughing out loud when I saw it. Right. And um, the design is pretty well done. There's a couple of pickles who are hilarious. Those little animals crop up pretty well, but they also like to undercut themselves. They're like, look, it's a chimpanzee, or there's a leak in the boat, which is in the trailer. Right. And they say, what's that? It says, no, that's just a tomato. And the tomato looks really bummed that it's just a tomato. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll t- I mean, I'll check it
1: out. It's worth a look. Um, As I said, it's ludicrous. Uh, Kirsten Shell turns up in as well as an orangutan. Oh, you got it. You know. Kirsten Shell's good. Yeah, yeah, she's great. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's Will Forte is the Chester V. Bill Hader's the main guy, Anna Faris. You like Anna Faris. Well. I like Anna Farris.
0: The one thing I surprised...
1: James Cahn's in it, but for some reason... As the dad. Yeah. But if for some reason, Terry Crews plays the cop this time. It's not Mr. Oh, it's T. It's not Mr. T? And that was one of the joys of the first movie, was not realizing it was Mr. T, until he dry, he dies through a giant taco and leaves a giant tea T behind yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, they can still keep that joke up. Terry Crews. Terry Crews. Um, but, um, <laughs> you know, the, the, I think... The first one had
1: a lot of sight gags with the background, the town. Yeah. And when, if you remember where Mr. T's character goes, food a lunch. Yeah. yeah I yeah. think I'd said that 30 seconds before. It's a food a lunch. And then they said it and, and we laughed. Right. It's that joke, but now everything. Like, you know, as they're arriving on the island, it's like, this is going to be a piece of pie. Look out! There's giant pieces of pie. Right. So it can get a bit worrying. But as I said, the, the jokes are so quick, you're going to get another good one pretty soon anyway. So it's worth watching. Cool definitely I enjoyed it it's just yeah as I said the novelty's wearing off a bit they'll need to do something completely different they're gonna do another one cool Steve, Steve. cool
0: Steve That's, uh, no, that, that never gets old never gets I mean, and the fact is it's Neil Patrick hilarious. Harris <laughs> like they could have gotten anybody It could have been like you know the best boy or something. that must have been I mean like they must have had so much fun in the recording but, yeah. Steve <laughs> banana yellow yellow helping and he's just banging on the bucket <laughs> Right, okay. Uh, next review. I saw Runner Runner, mm. um, which is uh, directed by Brad Foreman, who directed The Lincoln Lawyer, which is a movie that I really liked. You right. could argue that The Lincoln Lawyer was the beginning of the McConaughey. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That reconnaissance being uh, when Matthew McConaughey got his shit together and stopped doing romantic comedies. Yeah, but it was the continuation of the Grisha Megacy. Yes. <laughs> the McConaughey. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, and this is a, this is a gambling movie about offshore, oh. about offshore gambling. Is that a lawyer? Well, oh, it's a lawyer movie, right?
1: Oh, sorry, Runner, Runner. I'm talking about... Runner, Runner. Yeah. I'm no.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Runner, Runner, it's, um, it's, uh, it's a gambling movie, like online poker, mm-hmm. uh, that is, that takes place mostly in Costa Rica. It's written by Brian Coleman and David Levine, and, uh, they wrote Rounders, another, another oh. poker movie. Yeah. Um... I mean, just, this, should, this should give you an idea, right? It's got Justin Timberlake and Ben Affleck in it. Mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake's character's name is Richie First. And Ben Affleck's character's name is Ivan Block. So that should give you an idea of the kind of movie that we're dealing with. Someone uh, who doesn't know good names? Nah. <laughs> the The story is simple enough. Um, Justin Timberlake is... Uh, he's, in, he's in Harvard, I think. Harvard or fucking Yale. One of those Ivy League schools. And um, he's... Basically, sort of like a, a middleman with gambling to help pay for his tuition, and they find this shit out. The school finds this out and says, "You got, you know, no more, no more, no more of this shit. Otherwise, you're gonna get the fuck out of the school." <laughs> uh, so. You know, and you, you gotta listening to Justin Timberlake bitch about how he's got no money. You're just like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> you know, you have no
1: girlfriend either, Jessica Biel.
0: You know, it's like I got, you know, I got tuition due to that's if I don't eat. Yeah. and I'm like, "Fuck you, Justin!" <laughs> Get Jessica Biel to cook you some eggs. You know, but and so so he tries to gamble. He tries this online poker thing to to make money for his tuition. Mm-hmm. And and he's playing against a guy, and long story short, he loses all his fucking money. Hmm. And uh, he went. He does a little bit of research, and he comes to the conclusion that he was cheated. That mm-hmm. that, uh, that this is, it's illegal what happened to him. So he goes to Costa Rica to try and arrange a face-to-face with Ivan Block, the guy who runs the online site.
1: He didn't just send an email to tech support.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> that, That's his thing. I mean, I I, I must admit...
1: Isn't the, it, isn't it, so, I from the trailer I got the impression he
0: tells somebody, and they set him up with the meeting. No. Fuck, he just goes straight... I mean, he he tries to get an in, but uh-huh. he's unable to. So in the end, he's just like, "Fuck it, I'm going to go to Costa Rica." Has he fought the flight to Costa Rica? You, you, you know, you don't have to ask. These, it's, it's this movie <laughs> logic, man. I mean, one thing I will say, I did like how he got the meeting. Okay. It's not like they just let him in. He yeah. did something, okay. and I won't say what it is, but I thought that was fairly clever. Okay. Maybe I'm just stupid. Maybe I was in the moment, but I thought it was fairly clever. Okay. Um, and then basically, Ivan blocks like. You know, not immediately, but he's sort of like, you know, thank you for bringing this to my attention. Do you want a job? mm mm-hmm. You know, uh, and basically, they, uh, he's...
1: Cause movies.
0: Yeah. And, um, you know, Justin Timberlake joins his operation and lives the good life until he discovers, oh, maybe not everything is what it's cracked up to, is what it seems to be, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, you think? Yeah. You dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> didn't you, Weren't you in Harvard? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he
1: didn't take... He kept miss- missing the ethics class.
0: Yeah. Uh... You know the, the thing about this movie that I, I found a little—the first half of it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know when when you're when you're seeing them live, live it up and let the good life. Once once things sort of take a turn for the worst and they become and everything gets a little bit more intense, the movies the movie loses steam. Mm-hmm. And the big problem is actually Justin Timberlake because he's not a bad actor, mm-hmm. but he's quite lightweight. Mm-hmm. You know he doesn't like once things start to get intense and when he realizes that he's in the shit and, and he's got to take matters into his own hands, mm-hmm. he's quite... He, he just doesn't... He's not very intense.
1: Okay. You know? it's not, You don't feel that he's under pressure, pressure. Are you not getting it? or
0: No, I mean, he does his best. You know, yeah. you can tell that he's doing his best to try and look like he's... You know, but... And it's not to say that he doesn't look like he's under, under pressure. He's just... There's just not much weight to him. Mm. Does that make any sense? No. You know, it's kind of like... <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's it, he's just kind of a lightweight actor. uh as a leading man he just does, just doesn't seem to have the, gra- the the gravitas to really carry it and it doesn't help his it doesn't help his case that ben affleck's just having the fucking time of his life
1: is he monologuing like you said he's
0: monologuing like crazy I mean, yeah. <laughs> and and, he, and you can tell that he's just enjoying every minute of it yeah, yeah. you know i mean it's not a great part but it's the best part in the movie yeah and it's not a it's not a great movie either but he's having a ball
1: is he chewing on the scenery
0: he is but i mean he it's very interesting how he's uh, he appro- he approaches the bad guy as a nice guy. Yeah. You know, even even that scene that's in the trailer when he kicks the guy to the crocodiles. The way he plays that and that and the trailer cuts it so it's actually not exactly what you think it is. Mm-hmm. Uh but the way he plays that, he plays it like it's just a joke. Yeah. And it's actually really effective. He doesn't try to be cruel, he doesn't try to be mean or he just he doesn't try to he never once tries to act the bad guy. It's just business. It's yeah, and it's and there's and there's a there's a sort of like you know devil may care attitude to the way he delivers the lines. It's almost like he he. It's almost like every lines a throwaway. Mm. And that and it actually works. Okay. It actually works quite well. So he's the best thing in the film. Mm. Uh, so
1: people in years to come will be saying he was the bomb and runner runner.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's not a great film, no. but not, not a great film by any stretch of the imagination. The ending, the the ending, it's like. Even if you know, you may you know, it, there's just nothing exciting about the ending. The way that it wraps up, yeah. It feels almost like what? Is that, it an anti climax? It, it's, or it's almost like they rubs. gave up. Oh wow. It's, it almost feels like the director and the writers just gave up, you know, and it's like, oh well, it doesn't matter if the ending's that exciting. <laughs> it really feels that way because it has a it has a decent build. Yeah. The first half of the film even though it's predictable as all hell, you know exactly what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But at least it's at least the first half of the film is made with some flash. Mm. You know, I mean, Brad Foreman shows a little bit of flair. Uh, but the second half of the movie, it's almost like he just fucking gave up.
1: Or just someone else did it.
0: Or someone else did it. I mean, it, it's it's a weird. It almost feels like a like a wasted opportunity. Mm. Um, there is zero chemistry with Justin Timberlake and Gemma Atkinson. Uh, I don't even know what the fuck she's doing there she's like you know <laughs> same, same thing with like uh, Anthony Mackie uh, he, huh? he turns up and he's in it and even then it's like what the fuck you know it doesn't make a fucking difference <laughs> <laughs> so but they got but they got you know so I was I was a little in, indifferent mm. to it and it also it, and a lot of pe- and, I'm, and a lot of pe- a lot of people have pointed this out it feels like a movie that should have come out about five or six years ago really it feels like the the subject matter feels slightly dated. Okay. Yeah.
1: It's a dot com bubble movie.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Weird. But um, you know, I mean, it's well made. The actors are doing their best, but it just sort of the second half just loses steam. Okay. That's the biggest biggest complaint I have is that it just loses steam in the second half.
1: Hmm.
0: But Ben Affleck's having fun. And
1: that's all te- that matters.
0: You, you can tell that he's having fun. He's just like, oh god, it feels so nice to just to be doing Argo, <laughs> <hair> <laughs> <laughs> not to be directing myself. That's yeah. hard. <laughs>
1: Cool. Yeah. Uh, keeping it then in the oars. So also, I saw the return of Riddick in Riddick. <laughs> it should. I think I. I can't claim this, but someone on the internet did say, "I oh, wish they'd called it The Chronicles of Riddick." Riddick. Uh,
0: yeah, I think I, I. think I saw. Yeah. Uh,
1: um. So yeah, this is the Vin Diesel thing. This is the movie going the, the sequel to Pitch Black and uh, The Chronicles of Riddick. Um, the bomb-looking motherfucker. But Pitch Black was a great movie. Mm nice out of nowhere and because you
0: didn't know who Vin Diesel was or anybody was but that's why it was great yeah you know which is why I didn't really have much interest in in Riddick because everything that I saw about it it just looked like another pitch black yeah but without all the stuff that makes pitch black that made pitch black good yeah you know I will say the element of surprise
1: yeah I will say there there is this moment this movie is broken down to different sections and one section is very much pitch black yeah but it is thankfully short where they fuck around replicating that right you know from the off you know at the end of the second movie it was kind of a him on a throne like Conan in front of this fucking army because you keep what you kill Yeah, which was kind of which was a kind of a cool thing to do that mm-hmm. was never going to last but in this it's just like it's straight away he's been abandoned on this planet beat the fuck out of and um, the first half of the movie is just him surviving mm-hmm. and just talking to himself mm-hmm. or a dog mm-hmm. that's pretty much it and that's actually you know it's cast away in space for a good bit of it And this planet's pretty fucked up. They're not as crazy as the pitch black one but Mm -hmm. there is something odd about it and he doesn't say the line but you're waiting for the McLean's like how often this shit happened to one guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, he's got to get himself back together again. There's a whole kind of subplot of him trusting people or not trusting people again Mm -hmm. and eventually he realizes how dangerous this planet actually is because he's there in dry season and something happens in wet season. Right, I see. So it's not the light dark, it's dry and wet. Ah, right, okay. So. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah, he's slippery one (laughs) way. That's what it should have be. been, Ricky Riddick, Ricky Riddick. Slippery when wet. I think I prefer Ricky.
0: Yeah, Ricky, <laughs> Ricky Riddick. <laughs> yeah,
1: we we, we finally—well, he is Richard. He's Richard B. Riddick. <laughs> He's Dicky Dick. He's Dick Dick Riddick. Dick Riddick. <laughs> you Dick know Riddick. Dick from accountant. I know <laughs> Dick. Dick Riddick. <laughs> we used to play golf together before he tore my arm off and <laughs> beat me, beat me senseless. So he figures out the planet's da- 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 bad bad news and he finds a smuggler's cache that also has a handy beacon that he just like says, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Because there's a huge fucking bounty on his head from everybody. Right. So two guys turn up. two 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 groups of mercs turn up. Riddix handily left a message on the wall that says, leave one ship, fuck off, I'll let you live. Right. Because he's badass. Right. And uh, what's his name? There's this, um, the guy, from, you've seen the trailer, right? Uh, I mean, I've I've seen the, the first trailer. Jordi Mola? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the yeah, first trailer, yeah. he comes off as cartoonish, buffoonish, overacted, and terrible. Right. That's not what's happening in this movie. He is an asshole, and everyone calls him on it. He's the head of one crew that turns up. There's another crew. I don't know the name of the actor. The actor who turns up is non-known, but that's the one with uh, Starbuck from Battlestar Galactica. Yeah. And they're a more military-organized group. Mm-hmm. It does fall a bit flat when they slag off the military group's uniforms when the guys who are non-military are all wearing almost the exact same khakis and scum-covered vests. Mm-hmm. Like, they, you couldn't spot pick them out of a lineup either.
0: I heard one review that said that the movie was actually quite sexist. There's a lot of that, and I'll get to that in a bit. Right. So,
1: Jordi Mola is like, he does, he's like, uh, sticking ridding. You're not sticking ridding. He's kneeling him to try and get him to come out. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you sure you want to do that? Because you know we get him out of here. You've got to fucking piss him off. Mm-hmm. And, it's, it uh, you know, over the next 20-30 minutes he's like how bad of an idea that actually was just it builds and builds I and mean, he's brilliant in this like he's just an asshole mm-hmm. and he's a chicken shit right and all of that everyone calls him on it right. everyone when it comes to the sexism Katie Sackhoff is like the sniper on the military team and she's playing a girl called Dal which mm-hmm. everyone kind of says doll a lot of people have problems with that mm-hmm. um, she is the only woman in the movie no there's one other mo- woman in the movie but she does not end well and what, how she, her introduction is not good either. But right. it kind of, it's it implies these guys are shitheads. Right. Um, and they are shitheads. Right. And uh, it's a rough world. Maybe there could have been better ways to show that. Uh, Katie Sackhoff is the only one of the team who goes for a shower. Uh. <laughs> of the two teams who goes for a shower. Yeah. And that Riddick, you know, he, he does his stalking behind things shit. And, like, doesn't get seen. He's just looking for a mirror so he can right. look around corners. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, but... There's some like there's some good stuff between her and Jordi Mola because there's a lot of he's very like dismissive and sexist towards him, mm-hmm. and she kicks his fucking ass repeatedly right. for it. Which I think is like not verbally. I'm talking she does it verbally, mm-hmm. but also like you know there'll be a scene of him saying why don't you fucking come over here and say that to me you bitch. And then the next bit her boss walks in he's like What happened to him and his face is just a fucking mess. Right, right like she's right. pounded him into meat. Right, so. I didn't, I felt the sexism was like, yeah, it's terrible, but he gets, he pays for it every single time he does it. Right, right, okay. She puts him the fuck down. Now, when it comes to her and Riddick, there's this whole thing of, you know, Riddick's going to tell you what's going to happen. Right, yeah. you know, it's like you know, 50, in the trailer, it's like fifteen seconds after you untie me, five seconds after you untie yeah, me, yeah, and you're yeah, fucking yeah.
0: dead. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then we're gonna do this, and then you're gonna tell me like, because she constantly says, you know, I don't do dudes. That's a weird. The weird sexism come in because it could best be in a, in a crazy world like that. Yeah, you could just say that to get fuck off you, and also if you can handle yourself, then yeah. it's an, an added deterrent. I told you I was lesbian. Pick your teeth up off the floor and get the fuck lesbian. out. Lesbian. So, uh, but there is this whole thing of really suddenly, you know, you'll ask me real, you'll ask me real nicely. Do <laughs> you'll ask me real nice like Jesus Okay. so the first half is him str- getting around the planet and find out what's going on the second half is him fucking with the the guys because just what, there's two ships just leave and they've taken the batteries out and like fucking just give us the ships and then eventually he steals the batteries like just get the fuck out of here give me the, I'll give you the batteries give me the ships gets a bit too late starts raining shit mm-hmm. goes down mm-hmm. it turns mm-hmm. into pitch black but it's a, a, an admittedly a welcomely short version of pitch yeah. black because these guys are prepared they got some guns okay they, they, they came for Riddick so they're ready for Riddick you know they've got guns they've got a really stupid drone thing they have speeder bikes that look retarded because there's that bit in the trailer where he does the jump off the cliff yeah and then does the X game shit where he puts his hand in the seat and flies yeah 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 for the only reason that it looks kind of cool yeah it makes no fucking sense that he do that why would anyone do that the only thing that can see him are the three other guys two of whom he doesn't like <laughs> so there's double crosses, there's mess ups, there's all this kind of stuff. Uh, there's a tie there's a nice tie to the first pitch black. Um that I won't say, but it's like, you know, and it does kinda Is it good though? I enjoyed it. Alright. Um, that bike thing really pissed me off. But I know I think it does come cool. And the, the the again the one of the trailers does show a nice kill from the movie, but it's it's a lot more than that in the film and it looked pretty good. So I, I did enjoy it. I mean it's not fantastic. Um they need to start making them. They need to come up, with, come up with some other way of doing it. Yeah, uh, but I enjoyed it. Cool. All
0: right. So the big, the big one, the one that you uh, know. Let's not caught. rush through this review. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, we we were uh, fortunate enough to get to see Rush, mm-hmm. uh, which is the latest film from Ron Howard, which. Um, t- is about the famous rivalry between F1 racers James Hunt and Nicky Lauda. Mm. Uh, James Hunt is played by Chris Hemsworth, and Niki Lauda is played by Daniel Brühl. Mm-hmm. Um, I, th- I think this is a fucking awesome movie. Yes. Uh, this is probably Ron Howard's best movie in a long time. Um, I mean, the last movie that Ron Howard did that I really liked was Frost Nixon, mm. but uh, prior to that, the last movie that Ron Howard did that I l- really liked was Apollo 13. Mm. Um I mean, Ron Howard, over the years, has done a lot of good films, but he, you know, and, you know, he's done a lot of a lot of cool films that I really like, you know, like *Parenthood* and *Backdraft* and *Splash*. Hmm. Um, even even *The Paper*, I really love *The Paper*. I
1: haven't seen *The Paper* actually. That came up recently. Someone was talking about it. Um,
0: I mean, and he's he's, you know, he's he, uh, yeah. Had the great *Stall Christmas*. Beautiful Mind, <laughs> Cinderella Man. I mean, I, I wasn't yeah. too crazy about some of those. I mean, I felt in the sense that they were very schmaltzy. They were very clearly Oscar bait, hmm. um, and it worked, you know, but. When, when Ron Howard's good, mm. he's really good. And Apollo 13 was excellent. Apollo 13 was an amazing movie. and you know, even for- just, He just needs to work in the past more often.
1: Yeah. It's where he's from. <laughs> <laughs> um, the 60s and the 70s have
0: been really good to him. Yeah. And
1: 69 or 72. It must have been, it must have been, Apollo 13 would have been the 70s, wouldn't it? Because 69 yeah. was when they landed on the moon. Yeah. So
0: yeah, 70s is a time period. Yeah. And um, the thing with this movie is that you do not need to be an F1 fan. No to appreciate it. I am not an F1 fan. I don't know a damn thing about it. My my knowledge of the rivalry of between James Hunt and Nikki Lauda was minimal. Yeah. I didn't know much about it at all. All I knew about it was that it existed, mm. but I didn't care about it. You know, Those this were, movie made me care about it.
1: Yeah, that's and that's one of the biggest battles that wins straight off the bat. Yeah. The other thing, I mean the only thing I knew about it was all the cars looked familiar because from clips of watching Formula with my folks? the cars looked crazy back in the day. Yeah. Like yeah. there's one car and I was like, I, th- I think I wanted to know what it was. There's one with six
0: wheels. Yeah.
1: Because it's just like they tried insane shit in the 70s. Yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> I mean, and this movie doesn't sugarcoat that. I mean, this movie does show how fucked up it can get. You know, like when 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 a car crashes, yeah. it's it's ridiculously
1: ugly. 170 miles per hour, 20% of the time. 20, you have a 20% chance of dying every time you get in the car is what they say repeatedly throughout the movie.
0: Yeah. Um, and... I mean, this movie does an amazing job of really sort of setting up these two men and just showing how different they were. I mean, these two men were polar opposites. James Hunt, he was the flamboyant... Party boy. Party boy, you know, like, uh, doesn't give a shit, you know, like, uh, you know, like, just loves... just He's just great at going fast. <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh, just has this natural talent to go fast, and he's got the... And because you know he he accepts the fear of death and because of that he always has the chance to he always takes the chance to push forward when other people may not have the balls to do it Yeah, whereas he's uh, willing
1: to risk his life I think is the way they phrase it in the movie as well yeah and yeah. Uh, Nicky Lauda is the, like he's more even more cerebral he thinks about the car
0: he's not that worried about he's more worried about I mean it's a, it's a He's very methodical. Yeah. And, but he's also, um, a, a, aside from being an amazing racer, he's, a, he's an amazing mechanic. He's an arrogant fuck. Yes. <laughs> That's the yes. other thing, because he comes off a lot of people don't
1: like him off the bat. But yeah. and I, I think I mentioned this before, that it did come off for a little bit for me at the start. Chris Hemsworth, just because he's Thor and Captain Kirk's dad, you can kind of see different things. So you can see, oh, his hair's not quite so long or he's quite a bit more clean-shaven. He's partying and you get that kind of thing. But because you're seeing Nicholas Brill do A, an accent... Daniel Bruhl. Daniel Bruhl. Yeah. You see got A doing an accent. It's very clipped. Yeah. Um and it's kind of almost autistic, the way he deals with people in certain times. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of, I thought at first it came off a little bit like a caricature. Now that didn't say it hurt. It took a while to get over that, but yeah. it did, it was there at first
0: I thought. Um I, I didn't I didn't I didn't feel that way as much. Uh it's it I do find it interesting in the sense that, you know, as as when the movie starts, you can't help but you know, you can't help but feel um, you can't help... Be drawn it. towards James you Hunt. You can't help but be drawn towards James Hunt. But by the end of the movie, you, it, I think the emotional core of the movie is more with uh, Nicky no, Lauda. And and that's a testament to Daniel Bruhl's performance. Actually, he got his groove back. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, but but I mean, like, uh, if have if have you seen have you seen Daniel Bruhl in interviews? No. He doesn't sound a thing yeah. like he does it, uh, as Nicky. Lada. Does he
1: look like him? Does he have the no. uh, the face no. thing? So he was doing something with his mouth. Yeah. yeah, he okay. was, he was. Because um, we were worried. He he. I, uh, there's a whole thing about Nicky Lauda being slagged off for being rat-faced.
0: Being a rat, yeah. Yeah,
1: and being a rat as well because yeah. he does some things that. James Hunt doesn't agree with, but he has the, the 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 front of his his mouth just like kind of pursed over his teeth for a lot of it to en- enhance that rat look. Yeah, and I wasn't. That's another thing that came off like from the off, not knowing the, not knowing what Nikki Lev looked like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. kind of came off as you know he's doing an impression or something like that. But as you said, by the two thirds mark, but I mean, it felt like another great thing about this movie is it's a sports movie, but it doesn't follow the standard sports movie uh, template. You know, it starts off at a certain point, then it jumps back in time. Yeah. Then it skips forward a bit in time, and then like the
0: tragedy happens. It's not like it's not like three acts. It's like seven acts. A, a lot, yeah. I mean, they they managed to cram a lot into it, and the movie is not as long as you might expect it to be. The movie I felt it was really long. Did you? I mean, I didn't. Not in a bad way. In that, like, at no point did I wonder incre- it was in. End- I was like, "Can't believe they fit so much in." We've seen God knows how many Formula One races, including in, including credits, uh, including end credits. It was just over two hours. Yeah, just over two hours. And for a movie like that, it didn't. I. I. It didn't feel long to me. Mm. Uh, I mean, the movie is incredibly well paced. But I felt like, not that it wasn't. Lo- not that it felt like
1: long as in worried about it. At like that, I was like, it's so immersive. Yeah. Of what's going on, that it's. You're living with these people. Yeah. And it feels like it could go on forever. Yeah. In a good way. Yeah. And you'd be quite happy to watch that. Uh, yeah, no, absolutely. It's not in any way rushed, I guess, maybe. It's the pace, just it fits what's going on. And I just can't remember. They fit so much in. It yeah. doesn't
0: feel rushed in any way, shape, or form. It felt like a much longer film. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoyed it, and I would highly recommend it. Um, when it opened in the U.S. recently, it didn't make much of a splash. Really? Um, it opened third behind um, Cloudy and uh, the Prisoners. Wow. Uh, it, I think it made like $10 million in its opening weekend. I've heard i have had up and down things on Prisoners? Um, I, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to seeing it, mm. but it, it, the holdover was pretty good. It opened at number one. Um, I think it opened at number one. And uh, it only dropped to number two. It only, it was only like a forty percent drop, which mm. is pretty decent for a movie like that. Mm. Um, but um, yeah, so I I. I I would imagine that hopefully the movie will have good legs, mm. uh, because it really deserves to do well. And I hope it makes a splash at the uh, at, at the award season, because mm. there's a lot of... like I really hope that uh, Daniel Brühl gets a notice you think? for his performance. I mean, I hope. Yeah. Um, Olivia Wilde's really good in it as well. Look where he's a blonde. Olivia Wilde is playing Susie Miller, um, the, the model that James Hunt marries. Uh, and Susie Miller is also famous... Uh, for being the the woman who finally broke up Richard Burton and Elizabeth Taylor. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, broke them up for good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, That's cool. And um, Alexa- uh, Alexandra Maria Lara, she plays Marlene Lauda, Nikki Lauda's wife. Yeah. And one th- <laughs> this movie probably has the most unromantic marriage proposal ever in a- ever yeah. in a movie. N- the way Nikki Lauda... If this is how it happened. Yeah. This is the most unromantic fucking... He's lucky he d- he didn't fucking knock his teeth out. Yeah. <laughs> Like he's,
1: but it, but she's in her. She her she's Marlene, right? So she's yeah. got a bit of German in her. So that's yeah. where that comes from.
0: But, but it's think, co- it's cool how they meet.
1: Yeah, I, I kind of like that. And she and, and how so how dismissive she is at first. Yeah, And yeah, then he yeah. does certain things, and she's like, "Scream mm-hmm. if you want to go faster," kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, <laughs>
0: that's yeah pretty yeah. cool. I
1: thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, as I said, they fit in a lot. A lot. Yeah. And the look of the film is great. Is it's flawless. Yeah. Because what well, was there something recently? Oh, it was when I rewatched Top Gun. It's like you don't. Top Gun doesn't age that much apart from some of the haircuts and the cut-off shorts, obviously, Mm -hmm. because so much of it's uniform. Yeah. Whereas this, they really recreate the time and even some of the camera shots on the racetracks where you're seeing...
0: It looks like stock footage.
1: Yeah. You're seeing um, stands and stands full of people and the control areas and the cameras going by and helicopter views and all that kind of stuff. And it's like... Like I said, as a real, it has a real—it has a real feel of years ago. Going through my parents' the b- block boxes of old photos mm-hmm. and that yellowing effect they get. There yeah. is a yellowy. It looks like the whole movie was shot at sundown, around yeah. twilight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. i was yeah. gonna say twilight. Fuck it. But <laughs> you know, it has that kind of like low, very kind of yellowy rays light in it. Yeah, which is
0: yeah. and it's beautifully done. That mm. this movie also has uh, one of the most enthralling soundtracks. Is <laughs> like. Shit, man. I mean, like, I, I wouldn't want to listen to this shit while driving. Yeah. Uh, the other half of that is just the noise of the engines.
1: I would recommend you see it in Dolby in a big place. Yeah. Just because of the you-can-feel-it at point, And the, they
0: don't overdo it. Yeah. No, the, the race the race scenes, what I what I really loved about it was how immersive the race scenes were. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I hope this movie in, in the States, I hope this movie comes out in IMAX. Yeah. Because in IMAX, this movie would fucking... It would be insane. And there was
1: times like at, you could hear sharp intakes of breath, like during the races and during some of the we'll call them recovery scenes. Yeah, yeah. There were a lot of. Uh, yeah, 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 like, yeah. It's tense. It's yeah. a it's a, it's a great biopic. Yeah. That you know we get them ever so often, but when we do yeah. get a good one, it's a really good one. Yeah. So yeah, definitely check out Rush. Highly recommended. Highly recommended. We'll finish off, as we always do, with the US and Malaysian's box office top ten. Starting with Malaysia? Yep. At number ten, it's about time. Number
0: nine, Prisoners. Number eight, Judgment Day? Mm. Number seven, Rush. Number six, Kale Gangster 2. I saw the trailer for... uh, uh, Did you see the trailer for this? For Kale answer. Kale Gangster 2? Mm -hmm. Have you seen the trailer for it? What do you think? Uh,
1: I get it confused with Dampak because the two of them I thought I was watching the KL Gangster 2 trailer and it was the Dampak one there was some movie I went to see recently and it was like three or four local movies in front it's, of it's it it's
0: really bizarre I was watching the trailer when I went to see Runner Runner the trailer for KL Gangster 2 came up and the first thing is is like 90% of the trailer is action yeah I have no fucking idea what it's about yeah <laughs> <laughs> but, but this is the really weird thing I was it's look- a lot of pointing with machetes isn't it There's a, a lot a lot of people saying like uh, uh, a lot of people saying you know like uh <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, that's it. There was no subtitles. That's yeah. why I didn't know what was going on. But but I was watching it, and and this weird thing. I'm like, I wouldn't mind seeing this. This looks like a fun exploitation movie. Mm-hmm. And then it dawned on me, this is th- th- that's not how. Th- that's not what they're aiming for that's not at not all. What they're aiming for. <laughs> they think this shit's serious.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe I can remember some of the performances being a little. Overt
0: Yeah uh, 5 Benchinta uh, Number 3 Young Detective D Rise of the Sea Dragon Number 3 Two Guns Number 2 Raja Reni Number 1 Runner Runner
1: and in the US box office top 10, we have at number 10, Lee Daniels is the butler. What? Why is it Lee? That's weird, Lee Daniels is the butler.
0: Uh, because they needed to change it from the butler, because if they just kept it as the butler, then it's copyright infringement with something else. Okay. Uh, number nine, where are the Millers? Number eight, instructions not included. Number, <laughs> I mean, that's yeah, not a batteries. secret. So batteries. <laughs> <not included. laughs> no, it's not. Number seven, the family. Also known as Malvita, right? Yep. Number eight, Insidious Chapter 2. Number six, Insidious Chapter 2. What did I say, eight? Yep. Yeah. Number five, Don John. You're still looking forward to this? I am. Apparently, he's gotten called out by uh, yeah, Italian yeah, 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 groups by saying he's being racist. By Guidos, yeah. Guidos are- <laughs> We're going to call out for them now. Yeah, the Guidos are pissed. Yeah. <laughs> Number four, bag- baggage claim. No idea what that is. Number three, I just Rush. read one. I read one review in Rope of Silicon where it's like, once again, Hollywood is insisting on trying to turn Paula Patton into a star. Oh. Shame she can't act. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Also known as Mrs. Robin Thicke. Ah, yeah. Three. Uh-huh. Rush. Number two, Prisoners. Number one, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, two. Steve! Steve! And we'll leave you there for this week. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you again soon. Bye.